welcome to the East Surrey Bump to Birth podcast, hosted by myself, Emma, and my wonderful friend, Becca. This podcast is dedicated to parents-to-be and new families in the East Surrey area, providing a wealth of knowledge and support through the exciting journey of pregnancy and birth. Join us as we discuss everything from prenatal care and childbirth education to navigating the challenges of life with a new baby. We'll be joined by guest expert speakers, including midwives, doulas, breastfeeding experts, nutritionists, and more, who will share their insights and expertise to help you make informed decisions and feel confident in your choices. Whether you're a first-time parent or a seasoned pro, the East Surrey Bump to Birth podcast has something for everyone. With a focus on empowering parents, we will help you feel calm, confident, and supported through your pregnancy and birth journey. So tune in and get ready to be inspired. Hello, hello. How are you, Becca? Hi, Emma. I'm good. How are you doing? Not too bad, thank you. It's been another week. It has been another busy week. Yeah. And we've got half term coming up soon as well, which is even more frightening. (laughs) Yeah. Prayers for everyone heading into half term. All parents out there, we're heading into that half term week. Yeah. No, it's fine. We'll get through it. It's the summer holidays we need to worry about. (laughs) It it looks quite sunny next week, so hopefully, lots of just leaving them out in the garden. Hope for the best. Of it. Yeah, locked door behind them. Yeah. No, not that we'd actually do that. But. <laughs> right. So today we are talking about the birth centre. We are the birth centre at East Surrey in particular. Yes. Obviously, being that's our local hospital. Yeah. So and where like, most of our clients go to. Yeah, indeed. So we're going to have a little chat about what the birth centre is, what the benefits of using it are, and what it actually looks like being mm. in there. What we've got access to, things like that. Mm. By just a little kind of caveat is on paper the birth centre is available to women that are classed as in inverted commas low risk. The way the maternity system is at the moment is pretty hard to be classed on paper mm. as low risk. There mm. are so many different things. It's very easy to tick a box to highlight you as high risk. What we would suggest is if you think that you may class as low risk, really. There is a service at East Surrey. We will stick the email address for it in the notes. But there yes. is an email address where you can email him, you self-refer in, you book an appointment. And it's basically chatting through with a midwife what your options are. If your class is high risk, what is the actual concern? And then you can come to a decision by that about whether the delivery suite or the birth centre is more suitable for you. But it's not quite as simple as high risk versus low mm. risk it's a real there's so many in between so many factors isn't there they consider they consider age now because obviously if you're mid-30s you're now classed as a geriatric mother yeah. which i think is astonishing that it's only mid-30s but there you go um obviously previous health concerns yeah. or previous births and the outcomes of those and weight is another one weight bmi I, yeah. diabetes yeah all sorts so there's a massive tick box that they have to go through and i think you only have to have a couple of them probably tick for them to go right you're not a low risk you're a high risk yeah so like emma said it's about weighing up the pros and cons and thinking having a discussion, having a discussion yeah. with them and saying this is what i believe can we discuss the options and yeah. can we you know say can we give it a go yeah. um and actually one of the things we're going to say about the birth center is it's very very close proximity oh God, yeah. to the labor ward yeah like, so 
if meters. Yeah, literally, it's a short corridor from one to the other. Yeah. So if there was any complications, it's not far. They can very quickly get you into labelled if you need to be monitored or etc. So yeah. it's worth having a discussion if you think... It is, and lots of you know, things I can go in there. higher risk in pregnancy, but not actually affect your birth, and vice yep. versa. It's about knowing exactly what the concern is and what what they recommend based off of that, mm. and having a good informed dis- discussion about it. And the it good really. old, what we like to, you know, like to say the good old brains as it is, yep. the, the benefits and the risks and what outweighs what really. So do the risk outweigh the benefits or vice versa, mm. you know, so definitely worth having a chat with them um yeah yeah very good point so and a little bit just to clarify what we mean by birth center the birth center is sometimes known as a midwifery led center it is the part of the maternity ward area where you are solely looked after by midwives if you need the support or the assistance of the doctors then you would move over to delivery suite or labor ward as it's sometimes called and where you choose to give birth can make a real difference to what the outcome of that birth is. So there have been studies into this. I think on paper, most of us coming into birth with maybe not that much experience or knowledge would assume, and I think lots and lots of first-time parents fall into this trap, that going where the doctors are mm. must be the safest option for both you and your baby. Yeah. It's that first baby, isn't it? When, whenever they say it's first baby, oh, first baby, oh, yeah, we think you should be in the labour ward. Mm, and again, it's asking questions. Well, why? You know, what difference did it really make? Yeah. So there's been lots of studies into the kind of safety of both of these options. So these are a little bit of statistics behind it all. So we're going to talk first about first-time mums. And for a first-time mum, if you give birth in the birth centre, you have a 5 per 1,000 births chance of needing some kind of neonatal support for your baby. And that is exactly the same as it is over in the delivery suite. So there is no difference in kind of the risk to your baby's health from where you're choosing to birth. But much more interestingly, there is a huge difference in how likely you are to have a caesarean section. So if you are going to the birth centre, they reckon you've got about an 8% chance of needing to have an emergency caesarean. If you're in the labour ward or the delivery suite, that doubles and is actually a 16%. So just Mm. making that decision to labour in the birth centre alone halves Mm. your chance of needing a caesarean, which I think so many people don't realise that it can have that much of an impact. And the majority of people go into birth not wishing for an emergency surgery and major surgery is the outcome Mm. so i think it's always a worthwhile statistic to be aware of Mm. but if you want to tell us about the second time mums and third and fourth (laughs) however however many kids you have but um i mean even interestingly when you go on to have your second baby um again with c-sections um they say that if you're in the birth center it's only a one percent chance that you'll need a C-section, which again is astonishingly low. Whereas if you're in the delivery suite or labour ward, um, it goes up to 5%. So statistically, much lower statistics because it is second baby and so forth. But there's still, but, you know, still statistically shows that the birth centre is still a lower C-section rate than 
the labour yeah, ward massively. is. So I, I think a lot of it's to do with environment. Because yeah. me and Emma, when we talk to clients, we talk a lot about our birth environment and how the nicer more relaxed a birth environment is the more likely you're going to relax and your body's going to relax and the more likely your body can actually get on and birth rather than being tense or being frightened yeah you know and and you know the birth center they do say it's like home from home don't they so that's the goal it is you know the birth center is it's very lovely they've got the birthing pools in there they've got the the mood lighting and the fairy lights and the affirmations and east surrey have actually just redone a few of their rooms in the birth center and me and emma have actually seen them recently and it is home from home you know there's a lovely bed as well there's like a pull down bed that you can use or your you know partner can use as well you after the birth you can both lay in bed together with the baby um and i think because of that environment you're going to feel far more relaxed than when you go to the labor ward which is bright lights and you know lots of noise lots of staff running around obviously the room itself is is it's better than it was in the label they They are are making the rooms better but it's still not that home from home like the birth center is and that makes such a huge difference and probably reflects in those statistics yes i think so and also just not having the input of medicalization birth is such a natural event that sometimes Mm. needs some medical assistance and Mm. the beauty of the birth center is you are so close to the labor ward if you do need that medical assistance but the reality is if you're sitting in delivery suite in the labor ward all of this medical equipment around the doctors are there you are just more likely to need it by its proximity being there it just massively changes things Mm. Um, other good thing to know with East Surrey. So when you first arrive, you go through to a little triage area where they check on you, see how you're getting on, see how far your labour's established, things like that. And that's the point where you can decide where you go. Mm. So let's say you decide to go through to the birth centre. When you get through there, there is three rooms. Yep. All three of them have a birth pool. So if you're yep. hoping for a water birth, you've got a much better chance of getting it over in delivery suites. Mm. Over, sorry, in birth centre. Because over in delivery suites, there's one? nine rooms and only one pool. One pool in, in, the, yeah. in the nine rooms. So if someone else is in that room, you're not going to get you're a water birth because that. someone is in that room. So, yeah, the birth centre will guarantee you a birth pool yeah. if that's what you're after. And the good thing is you said about triage um, and making your mind up once you're in tri- triage mm. and when they're assessing you to see how... The great thing is, as well, is you can still change your mind. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, I think women think, if it's in my birth plan, I have to stick to my birth plan and I can't make it. But actually, even on the day itself, if you get into hospital and think, oh, actually, I've changed my mind, I do want to go in the birth centre now, or vice versa, I do want to go labour ward, you can change your mind when you're Absolutely. there. They're not going to be cross with you if you say, actually, no. I'd like to make a change. It's it's your birth. It's your body. And you should go with your gut feeling as well because mother nature knows and your gut feeling might be telling you you know what i want to go there my gut's telling me yeah. that is what feels right today that's mm-hmm. what feels right now so don't be afraid to change your mind when you get there no and i think one of the things i definitely hear people concerned about one of the big differences between birth centre and delivery suite is the availability of an epidural. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. want an epidural, then you do need to go to delivery suite. It is a medical procedure. You 
yeah you know you're going it's to delivered by an anesthetist who's a trained yeah. person to, to, to give the epidural yeah. and then they are the only ones that are allowed to give the epidural yeah. because they're trained in giving it so midwives need, are not no so and you need extra monitoring it is a whole kind of thing mm. but Say you head to birth centre, you have no plans on having an epidural. Even if you do have plans on having an epidural, but you go to birth centre, you're labouring away, and actually, do you know what? You get tired, you feel overwhelmed, you feel like you're just not coping anymore, and you do want that epidural, then it is such a simple transfer over. Mm. There's no, I'm sorry, you said that you didn't want an epidural, so you came here, you can't (laughs) have that now. They will just completely support you in that decision. Of course but actually, they will. the statistics are there and say that you're much less likely to ever even think about wanting that epidural when mm. you're in the birth centre because you've got so much more accessible to you. You've got the pool. Mm. You've got gas and air still. They do also well, have the option it. of opioids. I was going to say, all the other pain relief options are there except for epidural. Epidural is the only thing you can't have in the birth centre, but all the others you can. So like Emma says, you can have the gas and air, you can have the pethidine, you can um, have the TENS machine. Mm. Um, so all the other pain relief options are there. And actually, water is one of the biggest pain yeah. reliefs anyway. Sitting in the birthing pool will take a lot of pressure and a lot of pain. and um, So that's the biggest pain relief option yeah. anyway, to be that's honest with you. Pain. But But that's it, you know. I think when we went to this event at East Surrey, they said the transfer time from birth centre to labour ward, it depends on the day and how busy they are. But I think they like to try and do it within 20 minutes, don't oh, they? Yeah, yeah. That's their sort it's, of goal. Yeah. Which may seem like a long time, but actually when you're labouring, 20 minutes goes so quickly. Very quickly. So That's a it, few contractions. Yeah, <laughs> that is a few contractions. When you count it like that, you've yeah. got maybe four, five contractions in Yeah, that time. and then you're down there and then the anaesthetist will be on his way and you know so um yeah i think remembering that actually most pain relief options are available in the birthing center is worth remembering yeah and the other big concern i hear a lot is people going oh well if it's so amazing what if i get there and it's full and i mean this is good news for you if you plan to go but unfortunately it is basically never full it is hugely underutilized that i saw statistics from the surrey recently saying that actually only 10% of the women coming through are choosing to go to birth centre. Not Mm. because it's not safe, not because it's not suitable, purely because they don't realise the benefits of trying Well, I think it's a combination, actually. I think it's a combination of women don't know the benefits, but also I think it's going back to the risk factor again. I think so many women are being classed as high risk. And when your class is high risk, they don't like you to go in the birthing centre because they want you to be monitored in labour ward. So actually, I think that contributes mm. because if women are being told you're high risk, you've got to come to labour ward, they're just going to go, OK, because obviously that's what they yeah. believe. You know, that's what they're being told. Well, do you know what else happens a lot with that high, or high risk mm. thing? If you're seeing a consultant for any reason during your pregnancy, your consultant will naturally assume that you are going to delivery mm. suite because they're doctors and that's where they imagine birth can only take place. That's right. And speaking from my own experience with my labours, I have high-risk pregnancies, but with a condition that does not change my risk factor during birth. But you're so still high-risk. Yeah, so then mm. my consultant was like, well, of course, you'll be going to delivery suite. And then knowing what I knew and kind of going, what? why? Why am I going to delivery suite? Well, actually, I didn't think there was any difference in my mm. risk to the labour. 
when I made that question and I consulted with them, like, oh, well, okay, yeah, no, if you want to go to birth centre, then absolutely. And you did. And I did, yeah. yeah. And even down to this, well, I mean, induction is an entire topic for a whole other We're going to do a whole different podcast on that, because we could... In the yeah. days gone past, if you were being induced, that was an automatic ticket to, to the delivery suite. But with the changes they've made recently, if the new changes where you get sent home for your induction to start, mm-hmm. if that is all working, then you are, you still have the option of birth centre available you do, to you, I think, which is yeah. a big game changer, especially oh, when so... Massively. I mean, I think the statistic last month was 38% of women going through were being induced. That was 38% yeah. that, of women that before that were on me. a one-way track to delivery suite, where hopefully now they do have some more options available to them. I think if you're allowed this new pessary that they're talking about, so there's a new pessary that they've, they've introduced, which means because it's a slow releasing pessary you are allowed to go home for 24 hours and then you have to go back the next day to again be monitored and see if it's working etc but that's never been done before normally once you start induction not not sorry um so that's amazing that they've done that to start with it's very new as of we're all in may now it is something that's may 2023 it's something that's new so we'll see where it goes but the idea is you go home, your labour will then start when you're yep. at home, you ring yep. up, say, right, that's it, it works, I'm in labour. You know, and if you and, and you baby are coping well, so you yep. get there and triage, say, yep, you and baby are coping well, there's no reason why you can't go in the birth centre, no. as long as you're both happy and healthy and baby's coping with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing to consider. If you do hear the words induction, but they offer you this new pessary because you're low risk, that's definitely worth remembering. Okay, I can I can go in the birth centre as long as all looks okay when I go back yeah. the next day. So that's worth remembering. Indeed, yeah. And the other useful thing about birth centre. So typically, with the way the midwifery teams work, is you've got the midwives that routinely work in delivery suite, and you've got the ones that routinely work in the birth centre. Mm. And the reality is, the ones that work in the birth centre are so pro you having your baby safely, but without their intervention mm. they are not there to fiddle and poke and prod no, unnecessarily no. they very much want their job to be you come in you birth your baby whilst they watch on and make sure that you are yeah, safe they let you get on with it and that in its own right is changing those statistics it's what's mm. making the risk lower so mm. you just less have, interference isn't it yeah it's less just a much they are the More gatekeepers of experience. birth, I'd like, yeah. I'd like to call yeah, them, because nice it. they are really, because at the end of the day, they're trained just for, I suppose you could say natural birth, but you know, that that's what they're trained in, they're, they let women get on with it, and they, you know, they make, like Emma says, they make sure you birth safely, but they let you get on with it. Yeah, they are there to just watch what your body can do, yeah. watch it and observe yeah, and being bored of it. Actually. And actually, for millions of years, that's, that's what humans was. have done anyway. Yeah. We didn't used to have hospitals and things if we're going back centuries no. ago, and women did did just get on with it, yeah. you know. So if you do want to learn more about the birth centre, you've got a few ways that you can do that. One is I highly recommend getting on Instagram. There is the birth centre's own Instagram account, which we can stick below. There's also the MVP. There are they have loads of videos, pictures of yep. what it all looks like, so you can actually see what we mean. But basically, it looks like a hotel combined with a spa. It's got a mural <laughs> on the wall. It's got a nice bed. It's got the yeah. bath. It's got 
candles. Well, LED, LED candles. candles. Yeah, not real candles. Flames with all the piping gases. No, no. But fairy lights, LED candles. It's lovely. Therapy, mood lighting, mood lighting, music. Like it's spa vibes, really. Yeah. Obviously, so, yeah. the lights are nice. Lights are yeah. dimmed, so you haven't got the bright hospital lights. Obviously, they're all nice and dim, so mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's so really nice. Check out the pictures and, and the website, also, isn't it? As well, the yeah. The, there's not so many on the website actually. Their mm-hmm. Instagram have got videos of them like walking around and doing. Okay, that's of it. better. That's better. And then the other option is also East Surrey are currently doing their bump to birth antenatal courses. The caveat to that is. They are birthplace options mm. courses. It's going in, it's having a tour, and it's yeah. basically the lovely Joe who runs the birth centre talking through those statistics that we started by talking yeah. with today. Going through that dashboard and showing you exactly what that looks like and asking you any questions, answering any questions. It's it's have. really good actually because obviously we can sit here and describe it, but unless you see it yourself. It's very hard to picture it and imagine yourself in there. So having that tour and say, can I have a look at the birth sensor? Can I look at the labour ward? Yeah. When you've got it in your mind, you think, ah, okay. You'll see what we mean. Yeah, I, I know now <laughs> what I want. Or I, I, yeah. So it's definitely worth asking for a tour if you're on the fence and you're not quite sure which way you want to go. It's yeah. worth asking for it a definitely tour. Is. Definitely. I think we'll be back another day to talk a bit more about Delivery Suite because yeah. you're not all going to end up in Birth Centre. We'll talk you through some ways that you can make Delivery Suite have as many of the benefits of Birth Centre And there is ways of doing that. There are ways, there are ways, ways that you can make it more comfortable and make it a bit more homely. So, um, yes, the Birth Centre is a bit more like that, but you can do it with a labour ward room as well. You can make it more homely. So we will discuss that yes, in a different episode. Definitely. But yeah, that's been fun to talk about today. And I hope it's helped you to sort of um, learn a bit more about the birth centre and the benefits and everything. Um, But yeah, I suppose if you do have any questions, you can always email us, get in touch. And yeah, I think that's it for today, isn't it? So lovely talking to you all. See you next time. Bye. it's Emma back now I was just editing this podcast episode and as I was taking a little break and playing around on my phone I found that the East Surrey Hospital Birth Centre have finally released their dashboard so what the hospital does is every year not every year sorry every month they release these dashboards full of facts and figures and statistics about what has gone on that month in terms of birth? So they tell you about where the babies have been born, birth centre versus labour ward versus theatre, induction rates, things like that. Now, what we have here is East Surrey's very first one, specifically looking at the birth centre, and it makes beautiful, beautiful viewing. So I thought I would just share a couple of stats with you and um, at time of recording this, it is May 2023, uh, just towards the end of it. So these are the stats for April. But if you go to their Instagram, which is Sash Birth Centre, you will be able to find the most up-to-date one for every month. But it is just beautiful viewing. So for births where they have laboured on Birth Centre, 90% of those have had an unassisted vaginal birth and 97% have had a vaginal birth of some form which is just incredible if i compare that to the overall sash maternity one 
for April. Overall, out of all of the births that have happened in the hospital, we are looking at... Do, do, do. Normally, we've got a so roughly 40% cesarean rate for the maternity services as a whole. So only 3% of those gone to birth centre have had a cesarean. Like, what a huge, huge difference. So, yeah, I really highly recommend taking a look at those stats. So they've included... Um, what percentage of babies were born in the water, how many people have used the birth pool, how many people transferred over to labour ward for any reason, the types of tearing and how many people have had tears. So 36% had no tearing at all, which is incredible. Nobody's had an episiotomy. It talks about neonatal admissions all of these amazing statistics so i highly recommend checking that out so yeah that was just a quick add-on from me and i will let you go about your day lovely to speak to you all bye bye thank you for tuning in to the east surrey bump to baby podcast today if you have any topics you'd like us to cover in the upcoming episodes please do get in touch you can find me, Becca, at Be Your Own Birth on www.beyourownbirth.co.uk and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find me, Emma, at Car Mama Collective, www.carmamacollective.co.uk and on Instagram, I am Car Mama underscore hypnobirthing. We'll see you next time. <laughs>